Welcome to the Ohio Tech Prep Podcast. My name is Matt Cola, and I am the Tech Prep Coordinator at Kent State University out of the Northeast Ohio region. If this is your first time joining me, this is a podcast for all things career technical education, not just in the Northeast Ohio region, but around the state of Ohio. This episode, I am pleased to be able to present a pre-recorded speech from Michelle Washington, a program specialist from the Office of Graduate Success in the Ohio Department of Education. Michelle is going to talk about the Business Advisory Council application process and the awards process that goes along with it. So without further ado, I will go ahead and throw you over into that presentation. Please take it away, Michelle. I wanted to share with you, first of all, um, in terms of before you even start putting together those plans, Um, There's one thing that you need to be very cognizant of, and that is also thinking about what an award-winning council looks like. It's more than just the award itself, uh, but also uh, making sure that the planning, um, that that planning that's going on and the work that's being being done during the year, uh, that will be reflective in the plan. And so one thing that uh, being mindful of as you put together your plans is making sure that the quality practices, that's what your BAC really should focus in on because it it really captures that integration of the curriculum, uh, making sure that the students have those skill set, making sure that it comes into the classroom, uh, making sure that you build effective partnerships. Uh, I always steal from uh, Cincinnati Public Schools where they mention that you need to make sure that you are partner right and not just um, you know having meaningless partnerships, uh, making sure that you you're not just having uh, partners at the table that are not effective uh, to influencing your council. So making sure you're partner right, um, also making sure that those meetings are effective. I've had the opportunity to attend BAC uh, meetings. And they're quite effective because the employers are at the table, having a voice, having a say, and they're actually hearing from their employers and then not just hearing from them, but also taking that feedback to also integrate it back to the work that they're doing. It needs to be student-centered. I'm so glad that we had students and had student voice today, but we need to make sure that the work we're doing uh, really is effective and also hearing from those students about what their needs are to make sure that we're preparing them adequately. Uh, This work needs to be data-driven. It's the only way that you'll know uh, how effective your council is, um, is really focusing in and collecting that data as John had mentioned. Uh, Continuous improvement is critical. Making sure that you take a step back every year um, as you're submitting your joint statement, making sure that you look to see what was accomplished Uh, what needs to be tweaked, uh, how you can scale this work. I wanted to share um, basically from a statewide lens, uh, and this is pretty much what we were able to capture from the addendums um, that were shared uh, during uh, the last school year. So uh, in the last year, our addendums and plans that were submitted, this is what we were able to capture. Uh, The percentage of businesses that are actually developing professional skills, uh, we captured that at 84%. We 
we've still got a way to go. We wanna make sure that that's at 100%. In terms of building effective partnerships, uh, we noticed that um, from the plan submitted, uh, we had 78%. We wanna make sure that it's industry, not just education, uh, but making sure that you have industry partners at the table. We need to get that also up to 100%. We're doing a great job, but we can do better. Um, curation of professional experiences so that your, your students can actually have the hands-on work-based learn experiences. That number is at 70%. Again, we need to make sure that all our students have those opportunities uh, that are critical. There's a great trend. We're moving in the right direction. The percentage of, of uh, business advisory councils offering career exploration activities. What does that look like? Career fairs, industry tours, hosting industry speaker um, presentations in the classroom and also at the businesses. Uh, that number from the 2021 school year uh, to the last school year has scaled tremendously. Again, we're moving in the right direction. We can still do better because this is critical to making sure that our students are prepared. Um, when we looked at specifically uh, what type of career exploration activities are taking place throughout the state, we noticed that uh, facilitating um, those webinars and presentations, that's at 56% hosting speakers. That is great. Uh, we want to make sure that we have more of that, especially in the younger grades, uh, so that our students um, K through 12 have uh, exposure and knowing what opportunities are available. Um, hosting job fairs, that number is a bit low. We wanna make sure that that number continues to increase. It's currently at 34%, but we wanna make sure that our students have opportunities, especially students that are not uh, going directly to college or to uh, a trade school. We wanna make sure that they have opportunities as well. Industry tours, uh, that's a 30%. Uh, again, we've got a ways to go. Um, as we looked at the type of work-based learning opportunities that, that are being offered, there was a huge spike last year. So great job to all of our BAC uh, folks that are doing this work. Um, as Graham mentioned, we wanna make sure that the BAC is driving this work. We wanna see uh, specifically what's being done in the district, but what exactly is being influenced by the BAC. And so if the plan submitted, uh, we had last year 56%. Great job. We're moving in the right direction. Then we took a deep dive. We want to see uh, what industries are represented. Uh, we know that our uh, Ohio continues to grow. There are more uh, jobs available than actually um, employees to place in those jobs. So it's critical that K-12, that we are preparing those students. Um, it, we're moving in the right direction. The last school year, that number continues to grow across um, each industry, but we've still got a ways to go, especially when you look at technology. Uh, we did grow last year. Uh, the prior year it was 10% representation on our councils. Last year, it's 23%, especially since you've seen a huge investment of Google, uh, also of uh, Intel and other tech um, uh, industries coming to Ohio, we wanna make sure that we have adequate representation on our councils. We're doing a great job. There was a huge spike in healthcare. 
uh, great job, great spike in uh, advanced manufacturing, but let's continue uh, to build um, capacity and to build um, the necessary representation on our council's automotive. Uh, there's definitely a need there to continue to have growth, but we're moving again in the right direction. Um, I wanted to share with you some important dates as you move forward. Uh, your plan must be submitted in OHID by September 30th. It's critical that it's submitted by that date. That is by state law. If you want to be considered, and I hope that is all of our councils, uh, to be considered for uh, the award, the BAC award, to be recognized as a two, three, or four-star council, uh, the addendum, it's necessary that that is completed. Also submitted with your joint statement by September 30th. Your joint statements are due uh, by March 1st of 2024, and that's reflective of the work that you have accomplished. Uh, we're still working on trying to get some of these dates moved, but these are the dates that we still currently have. As you think of your plan development, before you put that on paper, it's critical that you have district leadership involvement, that you have your district leadership support, have them on board so that they are aware of what's going on, but having them as you are putting together your plan, I uh, definitely need to have higher education involvement uh, to make sure that we are preparing our students um, adequately so that they can actually go to college and be successful so that their retention rate first uh, past the first year is strong. That is critical uh, to strengthening our economic development here in Ohio as well making sure that you have business partners at the table, but not just having them at the table, but also having their involvement, collaboration as well. Uh, your build at the building level, those work-based learning coordinators, uh, the folks that's actually doing this work, it's critical that they are part of the plan development. You cannot implement something if you're not in the planning process as well. Um, the template, an overview of Business Advisory Council is currently available on our webpage. Um, this webpage has several resources um, that's critical to your success, and we continue to build that out. So I want to share, uh, first of all, uh, the plan guidance that is currently on the webpage may say 2022, but that is the same guidance that's applicable for this year as well. I'm going to spend uh, a short time on what that plan template uh, actually looks like. Keep in mind that the template is a reference point. It provides you with the necessary guidance that you need. However, it's critical that you go beyond the template. Um, there's a couple of lines in there and we notice sometimes folks tend to stay with uh, what is on those lines and they don't expand. It's important that we know exactly what you're doing um, in terms of the work of your business advisory council. So the plan template is currently available on our website. Um, we need to know exactly the structure of your BAC. Uh, we'd like to know, are you being represented by an ESC at the district level like in Lexington or a joint vocational school district? or are you uh, being represented by an independent collaborative 
like BB2C, uh, Building Bridges to Careers, or Marion Erie Workforce Collaborative. Uh, there are some uh, uh, that are being represented in that capacity. So we'd like to know, first of all, who are um, the contact folks at your district or at your BAC? so that we can know if we're sending out resources or other critical information that may be pertinent to your BAC. Uh, we'd like to know the relevant contact information. Um, we do have a map on the BAC webpage. We'd like to know about the industry representation that is on your council. That's how we know uh, is healthcare represented, is IT represented. Uh, we'd like to know the industry is represented. Uh, we'd like to know about the scheduled meetings. Uh, we'd like to support you more um, at the state level and even our tech prep coordinators. We understand that there are meetings outside of what is legislated, outside of your quarterly meetings, uh, but just giving us um, uh, an idea of when those meetings are actually taking place. Um, as you're getting into the template, it is based around the quality practices. Um, we'd like to know about the initiatives that are being done um, that you have planned out but then how does it impact your districts? How does it impact your school? Um, how does it impact the business? What businesses do you have involved? Um, what measurable outcomes um, did you set? And so that you can be able to capture that data as you are moving into putting together your joint statement. And so we'd like to see if there are more initiatives that, than what's on this template, go ahead and absolutely um, just duplicate it. If you need more space, um, don't let the, the template limit you in terms of the information that's being provided. As Alex mentioned, sometimes they're not sure of what's being done because of the limited information that's being provided. So it's important that you expand on this template. As I mentioned, it is just a, a guidance um, to help you as you're putting together your plan, especially as I noticed uh, there are some uh, that will be writing their plans for the first time. And beyond this uh, webinar today, uh, take advantage of our office hours. I'm available to help you during those time. There are other BACs um, that actually attend those meetings and there's information sharing that's critical um, that's happening in those office hours. So be sure to attend those as well. Then as you scale down on the template, there's the option to be considered for the Ohio Business Education Leader Award for Excellent Business Advisory Councils. This is where you submit uh, the additional information uh, so that you can be considered uh, to be designated for a two, three, or four-star council. Uh, we'd like to see this number grow. Uh, this also helps us to actually extract additional data um, beyond what you are doing and to be considered uh, you do need to submit it as well as your joint statement, a link or the joint statement so that our uh, scoring team can have uh, pertinent information to actually score these plans. Um, as you can see, again, it is, it is around the three quality practices. We want to see how you're developing professional skills. What have you done in the last year? Uh, what, um, what goals did you accomplish? Uh, what were your barriers and how are you scaling that work? Are you building the right partnerships that represent your uh, regional um, locality um, to make sure that if there's a huge IT need 
in your community? Do you have the right partners at the table? And then are you going beyond having uh, the speaker series in the classroom to actually having uh, the actual hands-on work-based experiential learning opportunities for students? What business partners are actually influencing um, placing students? We'd like to see that as well. So again, this template um, asks you the relevant questions, but it's important that you actually expand. Um, brag about your BAC, um, show the data so that we can see how many students were placed. Maybe even, I know some of our BACs have actually surveyed students and then listened to the students as well as the business partners. How is this impacting students? If you're a larger BAC, um, like an ESC, which districts are involved? Which business partners are involved? We'd like to see that level of detail as well. It's imperative that you select the right survey, specifically the 2024 uh, survey that is currently up. Are there any questions, Am? Yes. Yes, we do have a couple. The first one I think is easy enough for you to answer. It would be, um, is September 30th the deadline for both the BAC award and the plan? That is correct. Both the BAC award and the plan must be submitted by September 30th. Thank you. Um, another quick question. Can you clarify what the addendum is for award consideration? So the addendum is the second portion of the actual uh, plan template that I just shared. It's at the bottom and it goes into asking what you have done in the past. And that's why the joint statement is required because when you're submitting the addendum, it focuses in on what you have accomplished from the prior year and actually sharing actual data that support the work that you have done. Thank you. Um, another question is there has been some concern shared with my superintendent regarding the submitting of our BAC members email addresses. Do you have any suggestions? It is not important to submit their email addresses, but more critical, more importantly, we'd like to see the industry representation. Thank you. Um, and then to clarify for the actual upload and submission, we are entering our information into the template and submitting that Word document, correct? That is correct. So it is actually attached into the data collection database on uh, OHID. And is the addendum submitted separately? The addendum is submitted along with the plan on that template. That's all I'm seeing in the chat at the moment. Thank you, Pam. So I'm going to share with you, uh, in the past, some of you are familiar with data submission forms versus data collection. Um, when you go into OHID, the data submission forms uh, icon will still be there. Do not select that tab. And this is on the guidance on our webpage. Instead, you need to submit the data collection. Uh, this is the icon that you will be using that houses the 2024 uh, survey. 
and this is where you will upload your plan. If you upload your plan in the old data submission forms, uh, you will not see that survey. You need to be uh, choosing the data collection uh, icon. And then you'll open that up. So as you choose uh, the Business Advisory Council um, icon, you will do a search uh, for your respective BAC. Um, I know John is on here. John Jama, I'm going to use yours as, and it's currently um, not submitted. I'm going to use yours as a reference. Is that okay? Yeah, you bet. Go ahead, Michelle. Okay. Thank you. I pulled up the ESC of Central Ohio. You will search, uh, find your respective uh, BACs. And I know this is a question that comes up. Uh, although the ESC, if the ESC represents your district, they will submit your plan. However, at the district level, it's still imperative that you go in and fill out the survey and then just put a note that the ESC, there is an icon to say that uh, the ESC will be submitting uh, that plan for you. So you select your respective BACs and then uh, just take a look to be sure that the information is correct and click on the tab that says questions and that's where you will see the 2024 Business Advisory Council survey. And by clicking start survey, uh, you will look at the survey and choose specifically how your council is being represented. Going through each section, um, you choose the respective, uh, so if it's your ESC, you will choose that icon and then the questions are customizable based on the structure of your BAC. So I selected the ESC. So because it's an ESC, it will ask questions that are pertinent specifically to the ESC. And then at the bottom, there's an area where you would click on the document icon to be able to upload your plan. And you can either drag it in or you can add the document directly from your computer. Once again, that was a recording of Michelle Washington, the program specialist in the Office of Graduate Success at the Ohio Department of Education. Michelle's talk also contains slides uh, and was part of a larger webinar called Business Advisory Councils That Work. To hear the full almost two-hour webinar, please click the link in the show description. Uh, additionally, contact information for Michelle and a full website regarding business advisory councils are also listed in the show description. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll join me next month when I host an interview regarding high-quality work-based learning opportunities in in-demand fields across the state of Ohio. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So I really hope that if you've been enjoying the podcast, you will rate us five stars and maybe even leave us a positive review. Have an excellent month, and I will see you in October.